6-1 Packers are in Arizona without Devontae Adams, without Alan Lizard-Lizard, without Joe Barry taking on Kyler Murray, who does have Chandler Jones, who is reactivated off of that COVID-19 list, who does have DeAndre Hopkins, who was announced as active today. Packers six-point underdogs at Arizona. With that, we welcome in our resident Green Bay Packers Hall of Famer, you hear him every day alongside Jason Wilde and the Hall Monitor, Jesse Nelson. I'm Wilde and Tausch, 9 to noon. If you don't hear him, make sure you listen to the podcast. They're fantastic. Tausch, thank you for joining us. We posed this question yesterday on Twitter. We talked about it. What's more likely for the Packers tonight, that they win straight up or they get blown out? Uh, that they win straight up. I, I just, I don't think, you know, when you look at a short week like this, yeah, I know there's a bunch of injuries, and I know you know the receiving core is decimated. I have a hard time buying Arizona blowing out Green Bay tonight. I, I just I don't think that's going to happen, and I I have a hard time betting against Aaron Rodgers because if you bet with him, you typically are in pretty good shape. So for as much as there's a lot of angst, and I think there's a lot of fans like Jesse this morning on our show is talking about mac and cheese he's more interested he's more interested in eating mac and cheese than he is in watching the game and that to me was completely absurd green bay has a better than a puncher's chance tonight i know that fpi and the whole vegas has them by six all this other stuff but would anybody here be shocked if green bay won tomorrow i'd be shocked if we got blown out I wouldn't be shocked at all if we win tonight. Taoshi, I'm in fact. I think the best bet on the board tonight is the Packers' money line plus 235. You bet 100, you win 235. Uh, I like it even better than the spread because LaFleur does have the history of when they lose, this team does tend to get blown out. Also, how about this? Team total, first quarter, over under three and a half points for the Packers. Over three and a half points is plus 130 in the first quarter. How do we like that? Sounds amazing. I, I really, yeah. I like the money line bet probably better. Okay. But all you really, I mean, who wins the toss? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's, you're betting kind of on coin toss there, too, because if Green Bay gets two or three possessions, you're going to be ecstatic. You'll take the over. If it's only one possession, you're probably going to lose that bet. That's where you need to Packers figure out tubby. if they're going to win the toss and who takes the ball. I'll figure that out. Taoshi, Aaron Rodgers has talked about how the Packers have their own bag of tricks. So we put on our poll as well. What is more likely to happen? Rodgers catches a touchdown, Randall Cobb throws a touchdown, or an O-lineman scores a touchdown? I think of those three O-line scores a touchdown because if I'm Matt LaFleur tonight's game, I don't have many wideouts. I don't need my wideout turning into quarterback. Why would I take the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands? I need more available pass catchers. If that's, you know, Billy Turner or if that's, you know, somebody else, so be it. I don't want the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands. Thank God we played Purdue the year we went to the Rose Bowl. The reason we won that game down there is they took the ball out of Drew Brees' hands. They had a wide receiver throwing a pass on an end around Mm -hmm. that we intercepted. If we don't get that, 
don't take the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands. Why would I want Randall Cobb throwing it when it's when Aaron Rodgers could be throwing it? Talking with Tausch, you're on Scalzo and Brust. And Tausch, in your playing days, when you're in that locker room and you know you're going up against a great offense like they have in Arizona, how much pressure is that on your offense to be able to keep up with them? Is it something you talk about? Is it something you plan for? Or is it just, nope, here's our game plan, we're going to stick to it? No, you definitely know. I think there's some games and some weeks that you know, you know, the challenge is going to be on the other side a little bit more. I think with Green Bay, you know, with having Favre and Rodgers, you understand you're going to always be counted on to score points. But there's some weeks that you just know, hey, defense, especially if there's some injuries, we got some guys, they have a ton of weapons. Like when we play the Minnesota Vikings up there, we knew we'd have to score. We knew we had to hold the ball because you got AP, you got Culpepper, you got Moss. It's going to be tough sledding to make stops. So you always kind of, I think you as a staff and you talk to your players, you want to shoot straight with everybody. You don't want to sit there and say, well, boys, tonight we just need to, you know, hold the football and score 10, 15 points. You, everybody understands that. I think you, you know going into it what that expectation level is. Just like if you're playing the 2001 uh, Baltimore Ravens, the defense is probably on the other side of it looking at it saying, huh. That team won a Super Bowl with defense. We're going to probably have to be pretty good against the lackluster offense. Tausche, I was listening to Wildey and Tausch earlier today, which you can hear 9 to noon. If you miss it, you can catch them wherever you get your podcast. I heard your sleeper was Kylan Hill. So I ask you yeah. this question. Who's going to lead the Packers in receiving yards, the wide receiving core or the running back core? Ooh. Look at wow. Benny We're bringing the heat. Great. Ben, that might be the best question you've asked me in the however many years we've been doing this. <laughs> I think, I think tonight you're going to get surprised. I think I'm going to throw the tight ends in there too. I think you're going to see a better night out of the receiving core than everybody thinks. Everybody thinks it's going to be the Aaron Jones show, and I do think Aaron Jones and Dylan and Kylan Hill they all need to contribute. But I think you're going to have to see some more double tight end sets. You're going to see the backs get out of the backfield, but I am not going to sleep. I think Amari Rodgers, I think Cobber, I think you're going to see more production out of the receiving core than I think everybody thinks going into it. So, Tausch, tell me this. We all know that Devontae Adams is leaps and bounds ahead of the other wide receivers. How far is, like, an Alan Lazard from an, an EQ? How far is they, are they from? From the skill gap. He's saying talent-wise, how much better is Alan Lazard than uh, Equinamius St. Brown? Oh, uh, I don't think it's as much as you think. I think you find your role, and then you try to get better. Alan Lazard, he had a big game against the Saints last year when Devontae was out. He got called up, and he got the job done. His role is more of a blocker. I think you look at an MVS talent-wise, Devontae is elite of elite. You're not going to see a lot of those guys. I don't think there's a huge split. I think Marquez Valdez-Scantling has more skill than Alan Lazard, but Alan Lazard is just as productive because he has a different role that he's looking for. The interesting part tonight for me is going to be, you know, EQ, is this is going to be his last chance. (laughs) He drops the two-point play. He needs to show up, but I am really intrigued by Amari Rodgers. He was was close to being my Steinhoffler. Because I think he's going to get involved in jet sweeps. I think he's going to be involved more in this game. And is he ready? Because he's a young player. Rogers has, Aaron Rodgers has you know, distinct things he likes in his wide receivers. 
But tonight, he's not going to have a choice. Amari Rodgers is going to be out there. How is he going to perform tonight? This could be a big coming out party for him. Talking with Tausch here on Scalzo and Rust across ESPN, Wisconsin Packers taking on the undefeated Arizona Cardinals tonight in Arizona. On the short week, Packers beat up, missing Devontae Adams, missing Alan Lazard. Um, obviously, MVS did not got activated as well. Tausche, when you were playing and you guys were beat up at a position and were kind of depending on young guys to step up and people to kind of alter their roles, how did you approach those teammates? Like you, I, I can imagine there's a balance between letting them know how important they are going to be, but also not trying to build on anxiety that must already exist there. What was the locker room like uh, uh, heading into games in which you guys were pretty beat up from the injury bug? Yeah, the big thing is confidence. You know, building confidence in them because I think every player thinks that they're really good and that they can be a pro. I think every guy needs to have a moment that really affirms that so that they believe it themselves. And the only way to do it is getting out there and playing. Uh, so I think as a player that you know played a bunch, you go up to these guys because, A, you need them. You say, hey, you're not going to add more pressure. I, it's all about establishing that as a teammate you have confidence in what they do. And when you do that, that gives them a little bit of confidence. They still have to go out and do it. But there's no need to add extra anxiety, say, hey, man, you better step up. You better do this. It's more about, hey, man, I believe in you. Let's go get this thing done tonight. That's more of the mentality. Taoshi, speaking of trickery, will Jordan Love play one snap or more tonight for the Green Bay Packers? No, he's not going to play tonight. Uh, I mean, obviously, if there's an injury, Jesse had him. He's trying to be really uh, provocative, thinking that Green Bay is going to get blown out and Jordan Love's going to get in there and play. I think this is going to be a close football game, and I hope that Aaron Rodgers gets an opportunity late to go win it again. But Jordan Love's not playing tonight, unless something catastrophic happens. Taoshi, anything you got for us before we let you go? Yeah, my last question for you guys is (laughs) Joe Buck, who I think we all – I think – I don't know about you guys. I think Joe Buck's a good announcer. I do too. But is he really – is he this great that we need to fly him around from Atlanta to Houston, get him to a – football game down in Arizona and then get back to the World Series. Can we not replace or sub Joe Buck for one weekend? Is he that great? Uh, I think it's two different things, right? I think one hand, Fox is probably trying to make sure that they squeeze as much out of whatever they pay Joe Buck, so they're just going to make him work and work and work. Uh, I think the other piece is, for some reason, no matter whether you think he's good or he's bad, when you hear Joe Buck, it feels like a bigger game. Like, like again, we could talk about the nepotism that got him to the place where he is. We could talk about some of the issues he's had in his career. We could talk about people thinking that he hates their team. But ultimately, when Joe Buck's on the call, you know, okay, this is a big game. I was just going to say the opposite, just as a, as a potential up-and-coming broadcaster. I would love to see somebody else, cool. you know? I want to yeah. see somebody else at the head of the helm. Talking about one of the biggest games in the NFL this weekend. <laughs> the head of the helm? I don't know. What is it? What's the, what's you the, phrase? the head of the helm? <laughs> I like yeah, it. I, yeah, I just don't know. Like to me, it's. He, I get he's a great broadcaster. He's you know he's had his chops. He gets his stuff. I don't think we have a shortage of broadcasting that we couldn't throw an Iron Eagle or somebody else that's at Fox, whatever it might be to go out and do the one game. I don't think we need this urgent level of flying him around from spot to spot when somebody else could fill in and do just as good what a job. What if it was Nance? Would you say the same thing? No, 
I'm a Jim Nance guy, though. I love Jim. So it's just so it's Joe Buck. It's, it's, it's Buck, yeah. But I don't hate Joe Buck. I'm not one of these Packer fans that thinks he hates my team and that he's a horrible announcer. I think Jim Nance is a tier above uh, Joe Buck. I do. That's a fair answer. I think we should yeah. get Ben Brost on the on the Thursday night football call. That's next. Well, he's taking over the world one broadcast at a time. Head of the so helm. Future head of the helm. <laughs> Thanks, Tausch. Tauschy, thank you as always. We will talk to you next week. Sounds good. Mark Tausch, you're listening to Wildey and Tausch every day, 9 to noon across ESPN, Wisconsin Long with Jason Wildey and, of course, the whole monitor, Jesse Nelson.